the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Saints! Yes, Brother Mike back on the radio. Welcome to HardcoreChristianity.com. Thank you for tuning in today. May God richly bless you. This is Filthy Friday on Hardcore Christianity. Normally I ask you to call somebody and tell them the radio program's on, but this article, Pastors with AIDS, this Bible study today, just too much. So don't don't call anybody today and tell them the radio program's on. This is just a family program today, just you and me, just the hardcore crew. Hey, this is Brother Mike. I'm the counselor at the uh, the House of Healing in Central Phoenix. And we are in the heart of Maricopa County, Arizona, USA, on 11th Street, just south of Indian School Road and west of the 51 Freeway and east of the VA. On the website, hardcorechristianity.com, you can uh, check out our services every week. We have them Wednesday, Thursdays, and Fridays. You can check out my travel schedule you can sign up for one of our free monthly seminars. You can sign up for Facebook, Hardcore. You can sign up for YouTube teaching channel, Hardcore. Um, you can watch uh, Friday nights, for example. I have a special service for my radio listeners every Friday at 6.30. I do the teaching then. Thursday nights, we have a personal prayer and healing service, individual prayer for people that need healing. Also on Thursday night, you can... Watch the training videos at 6 o'clock in the event that you may want to enter the Healing and Deliverance Ministry. Free training video. And thank you so much for hitting the PayPal button. May God bless you. Thank you for all your donations. Uh, I've been on the radio for over 12 years here in Maricopa County, Arizona. Never been late on a payment. Never missed a payment. Nothing thanks to you. And thanks to, uh, to be honest with you, we run the ministry with integrity I don't have any uh, limousines or mansions to pay for. I don't have any uh, $3,000 suits to pay for or hundreds of thousand dollars in jewelry. I don't have any of that stuff that TV preachers have. All the money goes in the ministry. I don't even take a salary, if you can believe that. I work 40 to 60, 80 hours a week, whatever it is, and do not even get paid. So all the money goes right into the ministry. Thank you for helping us. Pastors with AIDS, can you believe it? This is crazy. Article coming out of Montgomery, Alabama, quote, a pastor shocked his Montgomery, Alabama congregation and the entire community with the admission that he had sex with female church members while knowing that he had AIDS. The Reverend Juan McFarland made the admission from the pulpit during a Sunday service in September and said, said Deacon Nathan Williams, a 71-year-old member of the Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church. Quote, he made it public, he shared it, and I'm just saying what he said, William said. McFarland said that he did not, that the sex did not occur in the church, <clears throat> excuse me, church sanctuary. 
Wow. Hey, that's good news, isn't it? What a relief. Thank God some of these pastors have got some morals. Quote, Williams said McFarland also admitted to drug use and misusing church funds. Oh, what a surprise that is. Incredible that a pastor is on drugs and using church funds. Hmm. That so rarely happens. Quote, he was on marijuana, cocaine, and all the drugs you can think of, Williams said. Those are his words. Williams said that McFarland also acknowledged that he had used money given to him for conventions on having a quote-unquote good time. According to WSFA-TV in Montgomery, after the September 14th announcement, McFarland confirmed everything he shared with the congregation, including sex with parishioners, the drug use, and the mishandling of church money. The TV station reports that McFarland was removed as pastor of Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church last Sunday. Church leaders knew that McFarland was HIV positive for about five weeks before the pastor made his announcement. So they knew he had AIDS, or at least knew he had HIV, before he ever made this announcement. It was known in the congregation, apparently. And uh, the plan, it says in the, in the article, quote, was to have someone talk to congregants about the disease when they announced it. McFarland's subsequent confession during church blindsided church leaders. You think? McFarland's subsequent confession was shocking to the people. Really? According to Williams, McFarland said that he was diagnosed with HIV in 2003 and was attested in 2008 and then diagnosed with full-blown AIDS. Williams said he did not know how many women McFarland might have slept with. The vote was 80 to 2 to remove him as pastor of the church. Two people wanted him to stay in that church? That's incredible. Williams said since the vote, McFarland changed the locks on the church, changed the church's bank account, and left the other leaders of the church without any access to anything. The church leaders have now consulted with lawyers. I can't read this anymore. Listen, um, the article says that the following Sunday after the announcement, or excuse me, after the vote, 82 to get rid of him, after the pastor hijacked the church, the following Sunday, he has a normal service like nothing happened. Apparently there were hundreds of people attending the church on a normal service, but about 50 people showed up for McFarland's new service. And it says in the article that they were singing loudly and encouraging him throughout his sermon, even though the choir loft behind him was empty. And it says in the article, quote, the pastor appeared to be full of the spirit, quote unquote. Everybody appeared surprised he showed up. He had been the pastor of that church for 24 years. He then delivered a sermon, I guess, that Sunday morning on the Gospel of Matthew, on the centurion, about the guy dying of leprosy, and explained to the congregation, hey, you need to forgive me, and um, you know maybe I can get healed. 
And people were yelling encouragement to him. Yes, you're forgiven. Go ahead and preach it. And uh, Annette Russell, apparently, the church's missionary president, spoke to the congregation and tried to get everybody to calm down and relax and, quote, come to their senses. She says, we just want to praise the Lord. I prayed to God to send us some faithful folks, and he did it today. He's a man of God, and he's a human being. She says, we don't condone what he did, but we are not supposed to assassinate our brothers. Near the end of the Sunday morning sermon, McFarland broke out in a song. It says, he stepped down the aisles where congregants were hugging him in tears, and he sang, the Lord my God is sovereign. Wow, this case in Alabama is a a bit unusual, even from the normal cases we usually run into about pastors getting caught in scandals. And as you know, all scandals either involve one of two things, sex or money. Uh, This one involved both. And this this is unusual in that this guy was passing on a death sentence to other adulterers in the church. And of course, it's their sin as well. The Bible says, thou shalt not commit adultery. Well, that that is something that's really hard to avoid at church. In our society, churches are, are now like hospitals. They're more like emergency rooms. In the book of Acts and the way it was originally designed, churches were worship centers and war rooms. They were facilities set up to train people in spiritual warfare to go out and take the ground from the devil and make massive dents in his kingdom of darkness. Nowadays, there's so many sick Christians around, so many lukewarm, casual uh, Christians running amok in America, including the pastors as well. There's so many megachurches loaded with the lukewarm and the lost and the sick and the hungry and the mentally ill and the emotionally ill that the church has completely changed. Churches are not spiritual warfare training centers anymore. They're hospitals or emergency rooms. And they're also social facilities. And when you're socializing, guess what's going to happen? Yep, people are going to start having affairs. And having sex is very common at church. Adultery is a very common sin. I've been a counselor for 33 years, and all I counsel now is Christians And you can't conceive nor believe how many Christians have come into my office, ministers and pastors as well, who have been committing adultery. It's just as common as, I don't know, I guess drinking out of the water fountain. But in this particular case, it is a little different because these adulterers were killing themselves or potentially killing themselves with the deadly disease AIDS. But when you find these people in the church, what are you actually supposed to do with them? Well, Paul actually explains it. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 2 and verse 5. Quote, you are puffed up and you have not mourned. He that has done this deed should be taken away from among you. That's the Greek word, exiro, taken away. That means picked up and removed and thrown out. Okay? If somebody is committing adultery in your church, pastor, board member, doesn't matter, and is it happening? Absolutely. Trust me, 
I'm a, I'm a Christian counselor, and I see Christianity from the inside out. I don't see it from the outside in like most people. Adultery is a very, very common event at churches all over the United States, period. It's, it's a relatively common thing. This is a problem that they constantly face. But when this happens, you're not supposed to let them back in the church and have their services or continue to minister or to continue to hold an office in the church. You are to throw them out. You are to throw them out until they go through repentance and rehabilitation. Or as Paul said, quote, verse 5, to deliver such a one to Satan for the destruction of the flesh that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. People like this AIDS pastor who are passing AIDS around to people in the congregation and not telling them he has it, having unprotected sex with these poor women, and I say poor, they're poorly deceived. They shouldn't have been committing adultery anyway. It's ridiculous. But since they did, now they've picked up life-threatening AIDS. These people need to be thrown out of the church until they go through restoration, repentance, and rehabilitation. They are not to be left in church to minister and spread their spiritual poison to other people. It's time we changed. on the preceding program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program has been sponsored by Michael W. Smith. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.